0: Hey guys, welcome to another episode of When the Scriptures Become Real. Again, a podcast where we learn, where we study, where we grow, and where we try to become the best versions of ourselves as we can, as we continue to serve our Lord. Again, you can find the podcast anywhere you can. Uh, you get your podcast whether that's on on Google or on iTunes or on iHeartRadio. Uh, anywhere you listen to your podcast, when the Scriptures Become Real is there. Uh, we also love you guys to subscribe on on YouTube. Um, and also leave a review on the uh on the iTunes uh podcast app. Uh tell us how we're doing, uh some subjects you might want to hear. Uh you can connect with us on Facebook and Instagram uh there as well. So today's podcast is different than what I said it was gonna be. Uh I'm, I'm gonna pull an audible here. Um we were gonna do a podcast on um have we forgotten what the mission is? Which I, I'm still working on that one. I want that one to be, I want that one to be on point. So I'm still working on that. Um, so we're gonna pull an audible here. We're gonna do a different subject today. Um, and what we're gonna do actually before we start, um, what I wanted to do is I wanted to give a quick shout out on the uh, on the listeners for the podcast. Uh, you know, the podcast really has uh, over the past few years. It's really grown, and I'm so thankful. Um, that we have all these listeners from so many different places. So, you know, uh, moving forward, you know, every couple uh, episodes, what we're going to do is going to give a shout out to the different, uh, you know, different cities, uh, which you may be listening from, um, and kind of give you a shout out and give you a thank you, you know, for really listening and and uh, for really supporting not only the podcast, but also uh, supporting uh, the gospel as well. So uh, what I want to do is, uh, first off, obviously we have you know obviously listeners in the U.S., but I wanted to start off internationally. You know, if you're listening in Australia, uh, thank you guys so much. Um, also, we have listeners in New Zealand. Thank you guys so much for listening there too. I've always wanted to go to New Zealand; that'd be kind of cool, right? Uh, also, listeners in uh, in Ireland, and India, um, also in Mexico, Canada, Russia, South Africa, and Sweden. And so there, there's more. But if you're from those areas, thank you guys so much. I really appreciate it. And we want to continue to grow together, uh, learn together. You know, even if it's one person, even if it's two people, even if, if it's a family. You know, listening in those different uh, international places, we're we're just so thankful that we can connect uh, through this podcast avenue and continue to study the Bible together because that's what we're here to do. So thank you guys so much. Okay, so this week. What we want to talk about is the topic, and this is, uh, this is one that I was excited to do. Uh, does it take talent to follow God, or does it take faith? Does it take talent to follow God, or does it take faith? And what we want to do is we want to see it from both sides, and you'll understand what I'm saying here in a second but how many times have you heard maybe christian people and maybe non-christian people how many times have you heard uh someone say this well i can't do this for the lord because i can't speak i'm not a good i'm not a good public speaker i don't like to stand in front of people i don't i don't like to be in front of people to make presentations i don't like i don't like to talk i kind of like to stay in the background or how about i can't do this for the lord because uh you know i don't know enough right now and i don't feel like i'll never know enough you know i feel like i'll just never i'll never know what i need to know and i'll never get to the point where i need to know certain things to teach someone else i don't think i can get there what about um well i can't do this for the lord because what if i don't know the answer what if someone Ask me a, a question that I don't know the answer to. What if, what if I'm put in a situation where I don't know what to do? Or how about, how about this one? I can't do this for the Lord because I'm afraid of confrontation. I'm afraid of someone getting mad at me. I'm afraid of rejection. I'm afraid of not being accepted, right? How many times have you heard that I don't have the talent or the ability to do all these things that the Lord requires me to do, but do I need talent or do I need faith? That's what we want to answer. So the question is, do you have to be a talented speaker or do you have to be a people person? Or do you just have to have faith that God can make you into what he wants you to be if You submit your will to his and willing to get out of your comfort zone. So that's, uh, this is going to be a good one. And this is, this was a good one for me too, to, to, to study and look back on. And so what we want to do is we want to look at this. So number one, does it take talent to follow God or does it take faith? You know, number one in the scripture, all throughout the old Testament, moving on to the new, there are so many men and women that have done amazing, incredible, somewhat impossible situations for the Lord and succeeded. But in every situation, from the book of Genesis all the way to the book of Revelation, when God calls somebody to do something, God in the scripture has never asked for somebody's talent. Have y'all noticed that? God in the scripture has never asked for somebody's talent. But what God has told every person was, I want you to develop faith or to have faith or where is your faith? It's all about faith. And so what we want to do is want to take some examples here of, of some people in scripture That God called to do some great things, but God didn't call them because of their ability. But God wanted them to express something else to him, right? So that's what we're going to look at. All right, so let's look at our first example. So uh, follow along with me if you have your Bibles and go to Exodus chapter 3. Exodus chapter 3. And we're going to look at verse number... uh, verse number 10 here of Exodus 3. And what we want to do is we want to look at this and we want to make some application for us today, okay? So in Exodus 3, remember we have uh God coming to to Moses. And God's basically calling Moses to save his people. Now notice what happens here. So Exodus chapter 3 and look at verse number 10. Now, watch the calling. Now, remember what's the question that we're asking? Does it take talent? Or does it take faith to follow God? Does it take talent or does it take faith to follow him? So here's the thing. Now we have a situation. So in Exodus, we have God's people in slavery. God needs a man to deliver his people. So now he's looking for one. And so now he calls one. Now watch verse number 10 of uh, Exodus 3. Come now, therefore, and I will send thee to Pharaoh because you can speak well. Or come now, therefore, and I will send thee to Pharaoh because you're powerful. Or come thee, therefore, and I will send thee to Pharaoh because you're, what does the Bible say? I want you to go unto Pharaoh. He doesn't give a reason. And notice, God never says, I'm sending you because you have a talent. God's saying, I'm sending you because I have a work that needs to get done. You see, when God sends somebody and when God calls somebody to do something, it's never about, well, I'm going to call Jordan to do this because Jordan has this great ability. And because he has this great ability, I'm going to call him to do this. Notice what it says here that you may bring forth my people, the children of Israel, out of Egypt. In verse 10, what did God want Moses to have in him? What's our word? He wanted him to have faith. And so did God say, I'm going to send you to Egypt because you're the most talented speaker? Or I'm going to send you uh, to Egypt because you have more resources? than other people, or I'm going to send you to Egypt because you're more powerful. No. Notice what Moses says. So from chapter three, all the way to chapter five, or to the end of chapter four, Moses gives his excuses. So Moses says, who am I that I should go? Moses says, well, what will I say? Right? Moses says, they won't believe me. Moses says, I'm not eloquent enough. And eventually Moses says, send somebody else. So what is Moses telling us in Exodus chapter three and Exodus chapter four? The specific task that God wanted to get done. Did Moses have the talent? I'm putting quotations up if you're listening uh, instead of watching. Did Moses have the quote-unquote talent? He said he didn't. But what did God say after every excuse? I will certainly be with thee. I will be with thee. Tell them I am, sit me. You see, what did God want Moses to have? God wanted Moses to have faith. So what does God want from us? Now is having ability to do a certain thing for the Lord good, so if you are if you have the ability to stand in front of an audience, can you use that to speak uh, the words of God? Yes, but notice what he says he says i'm not focused on what you can do i'm focused on do you believe me that you can do what I told you to do so it doesn't necessarily and and this is why. It doesn't take talent to follow God. It takes faith because so many times, so many brethren make excuses. Well, I can't do this. I can't memorize. I can't teach. I can't stand in front. I can't do this. So therefore, since I can't do this, I'm excused from that work because I don't have the, God didn't give me the ability that he gave you, Jordan. Well, wait a second. In Matthew chapter 28, verse 18 through 20, Jesus says to go out into all the world and to preach the gospel. Is that just for men who are able to speak? So that command in Matthew chapter 18 or Matthew chapter 28, that's not contingent on, well, I want you to go if you have the talent to go. No, he said, you need to go. If you bear my name, what is your responsibility? Go, so what does that take to do that two letter two letter word? Is it great to have the talent to go? Yes, but what does it take to go? It takes faith. It takes faith. Notice this: God never asked Moses anything about his talents. God wanted Moses to have faith. well how do you know how do you know this? Look at Hebrews chapter eleven this is this is this is so good I, I love this about Moses. Hebrews chapter 11, and look at verse number 23 through 29. Now, remember, what's our, what's our topic here? Does it take talent to follow God, or does it take faith? Notice this. Watch, watch what it says here in verse number 23. Now, watch our specific word. It never says, by Moses' talent, he did this. Watch what it says. By verse 23, by, what's our next word? By faith, Moses, when he was born, was hid three months of his parents because they saw he was a proper child and that they were afraid of the king's commandment. By, what's the next word again in verse 24? By faith, not by his talent, not by his smarts, not by who he was. By faith, Moses, when he was come to years, by faith, he refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter. choosing to rather suffer affliction with the people of God than to enjoy the pleasures of sin for a season, esteeming the reproach of Christ greater than riches than the treasures in Egypt for ye have respect unto the recompense of that reward. Now watch verse 27 y'all remember what was the command. I want you to go to Egypt and I want you to deliver these people by faith. He forsook Egypt, not fearing the wrath of the king, for he endured as seeing him who was invisible. Through faith, he kept the Passover. Right? Notice, through faith, he kept the Passover through the sprinkling of the blood, lest he deliver the firstborn should touch him. By faith, verse 29, they passed through the Red Sea, as by dry land, which the Egyptians, the saying were drowned. So every action that Moses did, whether it was delivering whether it was rescuing, whether it was helping, whether it was following God's command. He didn't do it by his talent. You see, I think for us as Christians, we don't know. Let me rephrase that. We, uh, we misuse that word. Well, I don't have the talent to do this. So therefore, since I don't have the talent, then I'm excused from this part of evangelism. No, you're not. It takes faith. You see, it takes, what did it take for Moses? Moses told us. Moses said, I don't know what to say. Moses said, I'm not eloquent. I can't speak. Moses said, send someone else. Moses said, they won't believe me. But what did Moses, according to Hebrews chapter 11, what did Moses allow God to do for him? Moses allowed God to mold him so that he could speak so that he could deliver, so that he could lead, things that he couldn't do on his own. You see, here's the thing, Christians. This is why it takes faith when you don't have a certain ability. If you can't speak right now, if you can't teach, if you don't have the ability to sit down at a table one-on-one and show somebody how to obey the gospel of Christ, If you don't know how to do those things, then guess what you have to do right now? You don't have to focus on your talent. You need to focus on, I'm going to let the Lord mold me. So what does that take on your part? Two things. It takes faith and it takes effort. So if you don't know how to teach, then you have to go learn. You have to be trained. Now, look at this. So what if God, what if he asks you to do something that scares you? Or what if whatever the Lord wants you to do, what if you don't feel worthy? Or what if you think that you're not equipped or that you will never have the talent to do X, Y, and Z? You know, God, and here's the thing, brethren, please, please, please listen. God is not in the business of breeding talented people. Y'all hear what I'm saying? God, not, God is not in the business of breeding talented people. God is in the business of breeding faith. By faith, Moses. By faith, Abraham. By faith, Enoch. By faith, Noah. By faith, Abel, by faith, all of these people, it's not by your talent. Because remember, if it was about our talent, then that would mean Christianity, in some sense of that word, is dependent on my ability. It's not. Christianity is not dependent on what Jordan can do for the Lord. But what it is, God wants Jordan, God wants you to increase and to build your faith. Let me give you this this personal example. And again, I want to preface by saying this. None of this is about me. Nothing of what I've done, what I'm doing now, and what I will do is about me. But I think this will help in the sense for people that are still somewhat using that excuse within themselves. Because guess what? I was that guy. Well, what are you talking about? So when I graduated from high school, in 2011, don't, don't judge me, I'm old, all right? I'm almost 30, all right, chill out. <laughs> so when I, when I graduated from high school in 2011, right, I had a choice. I had a choice to uh, go to the Memphis School of Preaching or to, uh, to go to college. Not, not, you know, either one wasn't a bad choice. But what I did, and I can only speak for me. I knew at that time in high school when I graduated that I didn't know, not saying that my parents didn't teach me because they did, and they taught me diligently, but I knew that my faith was not at a level where it needed to be. Because just because, that, just because my dad was a gospel preacher, I couldn't ride his coattails my entire life. So I needed to gain knowledge for myself, a deep, a deep knowledge. And I had a great and wonderful foundation at home, but the scripture gives that deep knowledge. So I needed to learn more. Right. And so what I did was I made excuses. Well, I don't want to go to the school of preaching. I can't memorize a preacher of the gospel, me right now, I said, I can't, I can't memorize scripture. I can't, I can't stand in front of a class and in front of an instructor and memorize and, and do that every day as a roll call. I can't, I can't do that. I have that anxiety. I use that excuse. I have that anxiety. I can't do that. Or I can't, um, you know, I don't think I'm smart enough. I can't break down this text. I don't, I don't know how to do that. I, I can't, I can't do that. Well, I have a decent voice, but I can't, I feel like I can't hold an audience. I use all these excuses. And so instead of going to the school to learn more, I chose a different route. Now, is that route, is that other route going to college bad? No, but I didn't have enough faith then to do what I knew I should have done. Does that make sense? And so then when I was in college, then at some point I knew I wanted to go to learn, right, to go to the school. But in college, I realized, you know what, I need to know more. And and here's the thing I wanted to do. I wanted to have my knowledge to where I would see my dad help people. And I would see my dad without a Bible, maybe even with a small New Testament, maybe just on a car ride home, someone needed help. And he had, he had the answer. He had the right scripture. He had the right reference. He had, I was like, dude, I can't do that. Like, I can't do that. And and Sunday after Sunday, I would hear Matthew 28, 18, 18 through 20. Talking about how we need to go. And, t- and I was like, who have I really taught? Yes, I'm a Christian. Yes, I'm a member of the church. Yes, I'm a preacher. But what am I doing though? What am I, how am I, what is Jordan doing to help the Lord fulfill this command in Matthew 28? I was like, I got to, I got to go. I got to go. And guess what that took? I I said, I'm not eloquent. I said, I can't memorize. I said all these excuses not to go. But guess what that took to go to that school? It took faith. And so for you right and we're talking about just in the spiritual realm here what is holding you back from doing what the lord wants you to do what excuse have you been clinging on for years that's holding you back from learning how to teach that's holding you back from Uh, from learning how to memorize that's holding you back from becoming a bible school teacher that's holding you back from becoming uh, a preacher of the gospel or or a teacher or or a missionary or 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 whatever that is what's holding you back god doesn't breed talent can god use talent yes but god doesn't breed it god breeds faith Romans 10, 17, so if I don't have faith, then how do I I breathe that? So then faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. So Moses didn't have the complete revelation like we do, but guess what Moses believed, guys? Moses believed in God's word. God said, I want you to go guess what moses believed all right i can't speak i can't do this but i'm going to believe his word and he went god breeds faith now let's look at the flip side so here's the flip side of things i've heard so you hear all these people say well i can't speak um i'm not comfortable in front of people." I don't, I don't know enough. I don't think I ever know enough. I don't know if I know the answer. I'm afraid of rejection. So we hear that side of things. But then there's a flip side. The flip side is those that have talent. Those that are, and I don't like this word when it comes to preaching the gospel. That's just, it's my personal opinion. I don't like this word. I don't like, uh, you know, you might have the ability to be a dynamic speaker. You might have the ability to hold a crowd. Honestly, you might have the ability to draw a crowd, right? You might have all those things, but the Lord. Even if you do have that ability, even if you were born, some people are just born with the ability to get up and just speak, right? Even though you have that ability, God doesn't want you to focus on what you have. Well, how do you know that? Let's look at another example. This is good. This one, this one blew my mind today as I was studying. So look at Matthew 17, a text that we don't normally go to, but this was, this was incredible today as I was studying this. So let's, let's break this down. All right, let's break the background down. So we have a, a a boy that was demon possessed, right? And so now you have the apostles and, and Jesus there trying to heal this boy, right? Now notice the text here, starting in verse number 14. chapter 17 now remember keep in mind what are we talking about now we're flipping the coin we're flipping the coin on people that have ability right people that have the ability to to speak that have the ability to talk to people that have the ability to do all these things right notice what jesus says about this so matthew 17 starting verse 14 and when they were come to the multitude There came a certain man kneeling down to him, saying, Lord, have mercy on my son, for he is a lunatic and sore vexed. For oft times he falls into the fire, and then other times he falls into the water. And I brought him to thy disciples, and they could not cure him. And Jesus answered and said, O faithless and perverse generation, how long shall I be with you? how long shall I suffer you bring him hither to me? Jesus rebuked the devil and departed out of him. And the child was cured from that very hour. Now let's set this up. So now you have that demon possessed boy. Then what did the father say? I brought my son and I brought him to who? I brought him to the disciples. Now, What did the disciples, and I'm putting up quotations here, but for sake of the podcast, what did the disciples have the talent and the ability to do? Keep your finger there real quick in Matthew 17, and I just want to read this, and I want you to see it. Look at Luke chapter 10. Luke chapter 10, and look at verse 17. Uh, Yes, Luke 10, 17. Now, look at what the apostles had the ability and the talent to do. And the 70 returned again with joy, saying, Lord, even the devils, watch this, are subject unto who? Even the devils are subject unto us through thy name. So, in order to cast out this demon, right? What did the apostles have? According to Luke 10, the apostles had the ability, right? And the apostles also had the talent. Now flow with me here. Flow with me. So now go back to Matthew chapter 17. Now, knowing this, that the apostles had the talent and the ability, this father brings this demon-possessed boy To people that have talent and what? To to the people that have talent and ability. And verse 16, the father says, I brought him to the disciples who had the talent, and they could not cure him. Then watch this. Watch verse 19. This is special. Look at what Jesus, look at what the apostles say. So after they heal the boy, the disciples say, then came to the disciples to Jesus apart or separate and said, why could we not cast him out? So apparently, in Luke 10, what did they have the ability to do? To cast out demons. But for this one, what did they not have the ability or the talent to do? They couldn't. For some reason, they couldn't cast this one out. And so Jesus gives two reasons why they couldn't do it. Watch this. Verse 20. And Jesus said unto them, why can you cast this out? Because of your, what's the next word, (laughs) y'all? This is, it's crazy. Because of your unbelief. So if everything is based off talent, how come they couldn't do it here in Matthew 17? (gasps) You see, Christianity is not about talent. It's not about what you can do. It's about faith. Jesus said to them, you have the ability, but why couldn't you do this? They asked him, why couldn't we? And Jesus said, because of your unbelief. Then he goes into this example, and he says, Verily I say unto you, if you have, what's our word, y'all? What's our word? We're letting the text talk. This is not my, we're letting the text talk. If you have, what's our next word? If you have faith as a grain of mustard seed, you will say to this mountain, Remove hence to yonder, and it shall remove, and nothing shall be impossible unto you. Then he gives a second reason of why this didn't work. Number one, you couldn't cast this one out because of your, of your unbelief. And then number two, he says, how be it, this kind, he's talking about that, that specific devil, this kind goeth not out by prayer and fasting. And so this is this is incredible. And so this is the flip side. So on one side of the coin, you have those that are saying, I don't have enough talent. So therefore, since I don't have enough talent, I can't do what the Lord wants me to do. But then on the other side of that coin, then you have those that have all the talent in the world, but then they're focused on what they have rather than on faith. You see, so here's the lesson here in Matthew 17. The apostles, instead of relying on faith, What did they rely on, y'all? They relied on their, I'm putting in quotations. They relied on their talent or their ability rather than on their faith. Let me give this just quick, quick, quick side note. Young preachers, right? Young preachers that I know, whether you're in school, whether you love to come to foundations, whether you love to come to Bible camps, whether you love to come to Apologetics Press Weeks, um, all these other camp weeks, all this stuff. Let me tell you something, y'all, that you may not hear from other places. Preaching is not about your ability to be dynamic. Preaching is not about your ability to hold an audience. Preaching is not the ability to put uh, <laughs> to put people in seats. Now, is it great that you can do those things? And are those things necessarily wrong? No. But that's not what preaching's about. Preaching is not about your talent, preaching's not about your ability. Preaching is about faith. Y'all feel what I'm saying? Preaching is about faith. And so, what was the lesson here in Matthew 17? Apparently, what were the apostles relying too much on? They were relying on the fact that they had the ability. But Jesus said, in certain instances, it requires more than ability. It requires you to have more faith. So being a good public speaker and being a good people person, that's, those are wonderful things to have. But some cases and some things in life requires you to have more faith than being a good people person. It requires you to have more faith than being a great or dynamic public speaker. So Jesus says here, that's why you couldn't do it. You couldn't do it because of your unbelief. You need more faith. And different instances require different levels of faith. So how do I develop that? Romans 10, 17. So then faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So let's make some application for you and I. So if I don't have all of these talents, what do I need? Faith. Well, let's say I have these talents. I have these abilities. What do you need? More faith. You see... Christianity, guys, it's not about talent. It's not about what you can bring to the table. I hate that. Well, I don't know. I can't bring this to the table. Christianity is not about what you got. Christianity is not about you. But Christianity is about your faith and your ability to let God mold you into doing what he wants you to do. And so if the Lord wanted me to do this, I'm going to be flexible. Yeah, I'm not used to it. I might not be good at it. I might have to learn. I might have to go through some growing pains with some stuff. But if this is going to let me do what the Lord wants me to do, I'm going to do it. That's what Christianity, it's not about what you got, who you are, how deep your voice is how dynamic your speaking is, how this is. It's not about you. Christianity is about faith. It's not about talent. So here's the question. How's your faith? How's your faith? Man, this is, I mean, it was, this is, and this is why I talk about all the time. That's why dad talks about all the time. Faith is the lifeblood. You know, this is what allows us to do what the Lord wants us to do. And I, and I pray that, um, that if I can be of help, that if I can be of uh, a source of encouragement to help you grow your faith, I would love to do that. I would love to study with you. And I know of friends and, and, And people that would love to do the same thing for you. But I just hope that you could see through this that it's not necessarily a bad thing to have a certain talent to do this. But don't focus on what you have or what you can bring to the table. Focus on faith. Because God doesn't breed talent. God breeds faithful people. Such a good study, man. Ah, This is much needed for me. Hopefully it was much easier for you and this was a great reminder for me and I hope that you can continue to develop your faith that you will allow the Lord to mold you into what he wants you to be and we can continue to study and learn and grow and develop and be faithful people together. Thank you guys so much.